Well, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Chat and Chill with Super Hill. Today we are here with a very special guest to me in so many different ways on so many different levels. Um, we have Mr. Kelvin Kears, a.k.a. Captain Kears, a.k.a. Coach, a.k.a. Big Brother. He's just everything. So he is currently the director of school security and safety, and he is also the Windsor High School boys and girls head coach for our track teams, our amazing track teams. Welcome to the show, Coach Kears. Thank you for having me. So before we get into it, I'd like to you know give folks out there a little background of all of our guests. And so I'm going to have Coach uh, tell us a little bit about himself because he didn't just arrive here at Windsor as our coach and the head of our um, school safety. He, he's had a pretty nice career even before coming to Windsor Public Schools. Uh, coach, could you share with the public you know, a little bit of your background? Uh, I'm, as you know, Dr. Hill, I'm a graduate of the FBI National Academy. A lot of people there don't realize that. Um, as you mentioned, uh, I was a captain with the Windsor Police Department. Uh, when I retired, I was actually uh, an acting uh, police chief. Apparently, I didn't act that well. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, it was time for me to retire. Uh, for years, uh, I was a member. In fact, I was one of the founding members of uh, the uh, North Central uh Emergency Response Team, which is a regional SWAT team that covers nine towns in the Great Harford area. That was truly a passion of mine and uh, something that, that probably was made me more reluctant to retire. Uh, if I couldn't do continue to do that, uh, for me, I wanted to get out of policing. Uh, our team was an extremely successful team, uh, not only in real-world call-outs, uh, which... I like to tell people we were well over 100 and old because we won every single one of them. Uh, but uh, in SWAT challenges, in the SWAT world, there's uh, competitions uh, similar to that of sport competitions. You have SWAT athletes. And our team, uh, our regional team, we did extremely well in those competitions uh, while I was the uh, commander. Uh, there'd be over 50 teams from all over the country. In fact, all over the world, teams came from us far away as Brazil to compete. And we were always uh, near the top of the uh, list in those competitions. And by that, I mean in the top five. Uh, so we did extremely well with those. Uh, I did have coaching experience before I started coaching. Coach Mission Football was fortunate enough to win some championships there. Uh, believe it or not, Coach Youth Basketball won championships there. And even in soccer, uh, won two championships there. I did not know that. Yes. And then most people don't know it because those things were really not sports that I ever thought of. But again, uh, as a coach, you get kids to work hard and work well. More often than not, you'll be successful. And that's something that I've found to be true in everything that you do in life. So, yeah, Look, so as you guys hear, he, he's done quite a bit. And I know he's not done. Uh, but one of the things that we know for sure here in Windsor, and folks know not only in Windsor, but around the area, around the state, and around the nation, is that as a track and field coach, the head coach, he is a winner through and through. I did not know about his soccer experience. Maybe the, our men's World Cup team might want to call him. <laughs> um, but he is definitely a winner. So as he has just basically wrapped up the winter track season and is now headed – right away into the outdoor spring season, you know, we want to congratulate him on 
on more wins racked up this year. So, Coach, tell us, so what, what did our teams do this year? Well, a, a boys team, the uh, they finished as the first runner-up. Uh, they took home uh, – a plaque, a silver plaque for of being first runner up indoor season. His face does not look happy talking about a silver plaque. Because uh, I'm really not. And we have several of those, but I couldn't tell you how many uh, first runner ups uh, plaques, both boys and girls. But uh, I really don't count those. Uh, even though the kids certainly were deserving of it, uh, the team that finished one, Xavier, definitely deserved to beat us. But I can go over this meet, which I unfortunately have done numerous times, and find those five points that we needed to win. But uh, they weren't there on meet day. And it wasn't so much of what we did. It was really what what we didn't do is what they did do. And I, they, they had an extremely talented team, uh, and they, they were able to, to beat us. And, and I was hoping to get a chance to, I guess you say, I don't want to say avenge the loss because it's not that we're not – fighting a war battle with a drag and field me. But I was hoping to get a chance to meet them again. But outdoor, they're class L, and we're double M as boys this year, so we won't meet until the state open. So. Okay. But, you you know, it may not be revenge or avenge, but you can definitely put a star next to that. So what about uh, our girls' team? Our girls uh, have now won seven indoor state championships in a row. And seven. it was – this, this this it was extremely difficult uh, because when you pre-score meet, a lot of people don't realize you can go and look and see pre-score meet and see uh, what you think people will do. And I, I thought that uh, E.O. Smith and us would be fighting for the title, and I had us as being able to beat them by about two to four points, depending on who I gave different events to. So it was going to be an extremely close battle. But... Um, Right when the meet started, an event that we were favored in, the number one seed by a lot, the four by uh, 200 meter relay, uh, one of our young ladies fell. And that was 10 points gone. So uh, it made the uh, task of winning that much more difficult. But we are fortunate to have some extremely hardworking young ladies who are up to the task. And, and, and panic didn't set in. And I said, now we have to find those points elsewhere and right the very next event the four by 800 meter relay where we weren't scheduled to finish as high as we did they did so we gained points that i wasn't uh planning on and then we continued to do that uh throughout the meet and were able to be uh victorious over an extremely strong team that's so in so now those are the uh obviously ccc then the state championships but then in track and field, they have the opportunity, um, unlike a lot of other sports, to you have a state open different championship. And then if you qualify the top five athletes in the state open or relays, go on to uh, the New England championships. Uh, there's also uh, uh, national championships, both Nike and New Balance host national championships. Uh, by time and distance, New Balance is the more competitive of the two. So although we qualified for both Nike and New Balance, we chose to go to New Balance because it was more competitive. You really want to compete against the best athletes uh, in the country. Because I always, from since I started coaching, I said, I'm not trying to be 
uh, Windsor fast. I want to be Nationals fast. And uh, I can think back to our very first time going to Nationals when I was a coach, and we got clobbered. And I was looking at those teams and saying, well, what do they do different? And I actually reached out to different coaches uh, at the meet and after the fight, okay, what is it that y'all do? And uh, we've been getting better, and I like to think that we continually get better because uh, one of my coaches' philosophies are if, even if you're on the right track, uh, you're still going to get run over by the train if you don't keep moving forward. So I'm constantly looking for new advanced way, ways to train, looking what they're doing, uh, not just locally, but look what people are doing nationally, internationally, and then taking some of those philosophies and techniques and uh, uh, I, I guess uh, activities that they use to improve their teams, I try to use them for ours. And I really only look to what the best in the world are doing. I promise you, if someone sets a world record, I immediately go to see what he or she did in their training to help them set that record. And I try to use as much of that as possible when we train. I like I like that theory. So uh, you you already went ahead and answered the next two questions I was going to ask you about, you know, building your program. You can expound more on that in a second, but you definitely covered your coaching philosophy. But the idea, right, so what I want people to learn from all these podcasts, right, the great things happening in Windsor Public Schools, but that mentality that you're sharing with so many young people, that if you want to be the best, you actually find out who's the best, right? And you exactly. do what they did, and you try to beat them. Um, I, I love that theory. When I, I know I had the opportunity to start a school, which a lot of educators will never have that opportunity. I, I thank God for that opportunity to start a school from scratch in Hartford, and the, the first thing I told my staff was, I'm not going to try to be the best school in Hartford, like better than the schools in Hartford. I want to see what the best schools in the state do. And so I looked at the districts that people expected us to never, like the Avons and Simsbury's and the Glastonbury's, the private schools. I, I talked to a lot of those folks in those districts, and that's what I pushed my staff to do, to go for those goals. Because I believe if you're shooting for what I consider the average or what's around you, then you're just going to stay right there. You guys are all going to stay in the same pool. Whereas you've set a tone and a culture, I'd even say, um, where Windsor track athletes understand we're expected to win year in, year out, season in, season out, and anything else is just not acceptable. Sort of like your face when you mentioned winning a plaque with silver on it, right? So you're a runner-up. There'd be schools all over this state that would die to be the runner-up. And you're like, it's nice, but that's not what we were shooting for, and we're going to keep going. So clearly our track and field team just wins, wins, and wins. So we're winning must come records. Um, how many records do we actually hold, Coach? Well, first I'll say records are made to be broken. Championships last forever. Having said that, we feel blessed. And sometimes I, it sounds unbelievable, but you can go to Connecticut website and look it up. We have four all-time boy relay outdoor records and three all-time girl relay outdoor records. Meaning in the history of track and field here in Connecticut and New England, our boys four by one, four by two, four by four, and 800 meter uh, sprint medley have run the fastest times ever. Our girls four by two, 800 meter sprint medley, and four by four have run the fastest times ever. So tell me this, 
Not only what is your secret to building a successful and consistent track program, how are you able to corral, I don't want to say control, I don't like that word, but corral the energy, the focus, um, and the discipline of all those students? Because you have pretty good-sized teams. So well, how are you able to do that as a coach? Uh, my background, just growing up in my life, my father was a mother with extreme disciplinarians, Marine Corps, which I was a member of, extreme disciplinarians, my college coach in college football. And I'd use a lot of those same philosophies and belief that for my team, uh, is discipline is the unquestioned immediate obedience to orders. When I tell you something to do, you, you, you don't have an option of asking me uh, why I'm telling you to do it. If it's not illegal or moral, my expectation is that you do it. If I tell you something illegal or moral, immediately run and report me immediately to all of proper authorities. <laughs> but as long as I'm not telling you something that's illegal or moral, <clears throat> I expect you to do it. I have a strict no cursing rule. Mm -hmm. uh, I abide by it. Uh, there's immediate consequence of push-ups uh, if you do it. And if you keep doing it, you can't modify your behavior and change, you really can't stay on my team. And that, for all the rules and regulations, track, unlike some of the other sports, we're not contained on a sideline. You go to a venue, your team is literally spread out all over the place, oftentimes even on different sites. Uh, so you have to have trust that these young men and women are truly going to represent the town, the school, themselves, uh, their parents, their family, and, and me as a coach. And so for those athletes to make it that far, I have to truly trust him or her. And that trust comes from you showing me each and every day that you're committed to our philosophy of, of excellence. I, I quote a lot of great people, and, 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 and I paraphrase a lot of great people. Uh, one of the, my favorites is Vince Lombardi, where he says, listen, we pursue in we pursue in perfection, knowing all the time that it's unattainable, but we pursue it still. And in our goal and effort to, towards pursuing perfection, we will land on excellence, and ultimately that's our goal. And we achieve that goal of excellence by pursuing perfection, and that's something that we do each and every day. You hear us uh, before meets say, "I'll say 100 percent," and the kids say a little bit more. Because that is our mantra, 100% and a little bit more, meaning that every time you think you're giving everything you can, there's something else in that tank. Reach down and find it. Reach within yourself. There's a monster in there. Let him or her out. And when you do that, more often than not, uh, we're going to come out on top. And one of my goals when I became a coach was not to have a good or great team. I wanted to have a great program. In order to do that, you have to build that from within and really start looking. I, I, I kid you not, as we were winning, when I saw we were winning the championship and coming in first runner for the boys, I was already looking at who's going to do what next year. Even though I knew I had another season coming, I was looking at what next year's indoor is going to look like and where do I have to build and strengthen for us to be competitive for the championship. And to me, uh, that's how you have to do it because I'll hear some coaches say, hey, today was this year was a rebuilding year. Well, we're in high school. Every year, rebuilding year. Somebody graduated almost every year from most of your teams. It is unusual to not have uh, 
any seniors, and we're losing a, a lot of <clears throat> great seniors on the boys' and girls' side. But rather than look at that as a downer, I view it as an opportunity for other kids to step up. Actually, mm -hmm. I like the challenge. Uh, we use alternates on relays and have won so many races using alternates. I, I take great pride in that because the kids who step in, I, I, I view the alternates truly as an equal replacement. He or she has to step in and do as well as the person they're replacing. And we've used the alternates so many times uh, since I've been a coach. Heck, we have records set with alternates on the relay, all-time records, I mean, that are still in place years later. So I like that philosophy of next man or woman up. And if you instill that in the kids, they start to believe in it and believe in themselves that if they're put in position uh, to compete, even at the highest levels, we we literally just ran an alternate at, at nationals uh, in the uh, New Balance Rise and Start divisions, and our girls finished fifth with, with an alternate who was not expecting to run that day, and you at nationals. And that's fifth in the, like for a yeah, national Yeah, that's not fifth on your block. Right. That's like, right. That's like top level. And they ran the fastest time of the year. With an alternate, and 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 I promise you, she's not nearly as fast as the young lady she replaced. But everybody else ran a little faster, uh, ran their personal best, right. and that's not by coincidence. That's by design. And what and so that wraps right into the next piece. So you know, the audience hears you hear the great work that coach is doing with his track teams, and you hear their outcomes and their consistent uh, performance and how they're consistently at the top, like not just in our state, our region, but the country. But there's something else that you've also been able to get out of your athletes that has been noticed, uh, and particularly by this superintendent, that so many of your track athletes not only are incredible athletes on in track and field, but they're also incredible students. So first tell me, what do you see or how do you see the relationship between academics and athletics? And then, you know, this is this they is are married boast. for life. So you can expound, and then I want you to share some of you know the successes this year of some of your athletes, right? Because you you have, talk about your kids being on honor roll. I don't want to say it all. You have a lot going on with your well, student we, athletes. We want it, it is a stated goal. When I tell you, first of all, they're student athletes. And I explained to the kids right off the bat, it's student first and foremost. You want to be a champion in the classroom as well as a champion on the track and field. And you have to constantly go over that over and over and talk. And, and I will tell the kids, you can, you can sit them down, put them on a polygraph and ask them after. It is more important to me that you make the honor roll than you become a champion on the, on the field because that's going to carry you further and longer. And if you get the grades, it allows you to pick the school you want to go to rather than you maybe having to settle for another school. I feel confident that if you have talent, and, and I always tell you, I'm looking for the three T's. I look for talent, toughness, and tenacity. If you have those things, uh, I can really help you to get where you want to go. And I'll say, look, I can help, but in the end, it's up to you. Right. You have to do what you need to do to be successful. Uh, 
And it's funny because I'm the coach, but coaching is somewhat overrated in the overall scheme of things. Ultimately, it is the kid. He or she buys into the program and buys into the philosophy, and you can see it almost right away, and they just do it. Uh, one of the hardest things for me to do every year, and I'm so happy about this, is to pick the most improved because I want everyone to prove. And if you just watch and look at our times and distances, every year we're fortunate. We're way faster and we jump further and we throw further at the end of the year than we did at the beginning of the year. Every team can't say that. We, const we are constantly pushing to improve and that constant push toward improvement, you take those same uh, that same desire, that same effort, and put it in the classroom, you'll see the same results. And and as you know, because you, you come to the uh, 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 sports nights, I, I want to have the most kids. The first thing I do is look how many kids we have made academic art conference because I don't know that until the AD and AD's assistant, uh, they, they put, those, put it out, and I want to see big numbers. My goal is 100%. I have yet to reach that goal. I have big teams, uh, but that's still a goal. Like I said, I'm seeking that type of perfection, and we've been landing on excellence. But I'm, every year I tell them I want 100% of the kids to be academic art conference, and that means making the honor roll while getting the, the varsity letter. And as long as I have that my goal, I'm not satisfied with 25 kids making – Academic art conference. I wanted to be having many kids who were on the team. But you, but you definitely. So I have been. Um, you know, I've watched these award ceremonies, and it's incredible to see that you know all the different teams and what the kids win. Because I like seeing people rewarded for their efforts, right? Like yeah. life, life doesn't always reward you for your efforts. So you know, while you're still in a, in a, a place in space where you can be rewarded for your efforts, like we don't get trophies for coming to work consistently, or right? <laughs> we get a paycheck, but. Um, even when we go above and beyond and do something, there's no bonus all the time, right? That's that's not the environment in which we work. However, these students, when I see them get their awards for their athletic prowess and abilities and um, hard work, it's great. But then to see the number of kids consistently, like from the track team, like I just expect, like, you know, I always expect more academic all-conference than anything else. Like I'd be like, he's just going to have a ton of kids. And for the audience, you got to know that uh, Coach Kiris, he really takes pride in that. Um, he's usually talking trash during that time um, with the other coaches there. So I don't. I always want to show the honesty of everybody. Don't 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 think he's that humble because he the way he sounds on his microphone. Um, he is sitting at that table at the front of the auditorium, pointing, counting with his fingers up, like so counting out loud. Like, yo, your team had four. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's cute. But he is not only trying to win on the track, he is also trying to win in the classroom too. So he is ultra competitive. So the work that your students have done, their athletic prowess and their academic abilities, let's talk about um, where where do your kids go, right? Because ultimately when they, it's a high school, you know, all kids in high school, ultimately in high school sports, want to go D1, right? I'm happy that they go to D college. I don't care. But exactly. where, where do your kids where are your kids if, going? If you get to compete at the next level, whether it's Division three, two, uh, one, and I'm still old school, I call it one A, and instead of football subdivision. Right. But 
Division two and up, they give you money. Like I could athletic scholarship money. Other schools can give you money knowing that you're coming to participate in athletics and they give you grants and other means of helping your parents to pay for your education. So we have kids competing at all three levels uh, right here in this state right now. I'll just use Connecticut. We have kids competing at UConn, at Southern, at Central, and Eastern on the track and field teams. And they're doing extremely well. The kids keep in touch with me. But historically, we've had kids compete at Florida State, Norfolk State, Hampton University, Morgan State, University of Maryland. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to leave it. Uh, Quinnipiac, uh, Northeastern, Boston College. Uh, we, we've had kids at some of the best schools in the country. And well, we continue I'm going to jump in here. Because I can't remember what year it was, but it wasn't that many years ago. Did you not have an athlete who actually turned down one of the Ivy Leagues? Yes, and that was a cause for concern for the coach. <laughs> uh, wanted to know what it was that caused her to turn down uh, the school there, the opportunity. You to can say the there. school, just don't it was, say the it was Harvard, and and she ended up now. She graduated from UConn. Uh, extremely did extremely well for their track and field program. Uh, you know, made our conference. Uh, she's she wants to be a, a medical doctor. She's headed toward that direction right now, and we have several of our former athletes. We have one that's going to be graduating. In fact, in in, in May, we have a, a young lady uh, who, who's getting a medical degree. Uh, uh, my daughter I'll, is working on her doctorate. You can be proud. Now, of course, I, you can the be proud father. She ran track and was the captain of her track and field team at Norfolk State University as she was here. But there's so many kids that do so well. Uh, right now, just off this team, our, our senior girls, we did it. Uh, and, and I don't do any of the social media stuff. I don't post anything, as you know. But And they post it when uh, Brittany Westbury uh, signed and committed to go attend Northeastern. But since then, we've had a young lady and I'm waiting for him to post it. So, but I'll I'll say this: uh, she's signed and 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 committed to Quinnipiac. Uh, that's Alana Martin. We have another girl, Alexa Overstreet, who's signed and committed to Marquette, uh, going to uh, compete okay. there in track and field. Uh, it, it's just, I expect really most of our seniors to go and compete at the next level, like like. I'm thinking of just last year's team. Uh, we have girls at a girl at North uh, Carolina Central uh, competing, a girl at Bowie State competing. Uh, th these kids, they they go and compete at the next level, and they do extremely well. Uh, some of them already are an athlete of the week within their conferences, things of that nature. They they're doing extremely well, and and there's so many. I'd have to sit down and write it down. Someone told me, how many kids you have go to college? I'm like, to be quite honest, uh, there, there's so many I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I couldn't tell you how many all-state athletes I trained or even all-New England or even New Balance or Nike All-American. I'm just telling you, it's a lot. And and he has, <laughs> let me just add in there, um, not just the athletes that run track um, exclusively, but, you know, many of them do other sports. And so um, I do know of some who've gone on, on you know, uh, athletic scholarships to college in other sports, but they were also winners on the track team. So 
as you've heard uh, here at Windsor Public Schools, you know, we uh, take our track seriously, very seriously, and as well as our academics. And you heard Coach Keir say it himself that, you know, they are always in pursuit of perfection, although it's unattainable, just to paraphrase um, the late Coach Lombardi, but you will always land on excellence if that's what you're striving for. If you're striving for perfection, you will land on excellence. And I believe that Coach Kears has proved that year in and year out with our track teams, boys and girls here at Windsor High School, and we appreciate him and we love him for that. Coach, I want to thank you for joining me today. Thank you for um, having me. I know I, I feel the sun beaming on us as spring is uh, about to show up next week. It means it's outdoor track season, and I'm looking forward to seeing some great meets and seeing the Windsor kids once again bring home all the medals. As you know, we got a brand new track. Can't wait to compete on it. You want to burn it's, up the track. We're going to be replacing that track again real soon. Saturday is the first day of outdoor trials, and the numbers this year are unbelievable. Just them boys alone, over 96 boys signed up for outdoor track and field. That's, that looked like a football team that I used to see when I was teaching in Virginia. They had 100 yeah. kids on a football team. We've never had that many boys sign up. I think the most we had was 75 before that. But 96 is winning. Crazy. I'll say this in closing. Winning attracts people. It just does. And I also would say to the community that, um, you know, look online, look at our app, our Windsor uh, Public Schools app, and follow the schedule and come out and support our track and field program, you know, home meets, and if you feel like traveling throughout this spring season. Again, we want to thank Coach Kears for joining us today on Chat and Chill with Super Hill. And as always, we're trying to show the best and brightest of Windsor Public Schools. And if you don't know, now you know. Ben